Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Dear Imani Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. So I'm so sorry I missed last week because it was just a crazy week and I just couldn't get my life together. So we are back though. And I have a very special guest. She is entrepreneur, former Miss New York, USA, bad bitch extraordinaire, Andrea Javal. Hey, <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> Wow, oh, yeah, I'm I forgot, like hyped um, up right now. I forgot okay. host and actress too. Don't play with her. Yeah, period. Period. <laughs> and let me just start. I'm going to just tell him right now. Okay. We just took a shot of vodka <laughs> and we both are like, I feel like we're both kind of like lightweights. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely are lightweights. So we're going to be probably extra giggly. And <laughs> actually, I got to giggle with his hand because I lost my nail on this. Oh, okay. This, yes. like, <laughs> yeah, we just took a shot. Um, if you watch the vlog that's going to come out on Sunday, you'll see it that we took a shot. But yeah, so we're feeling real good, real happy. Yes. And we're going to talk about everything because here's the thing. Andrea is a bad bitch, as you can see. <laughs> and I feel like what people know of her is not what I would know of her. Like, she is really hella funny, fun. We have had some times. Yes, we have. We have. <laughs> I'm talking about leaving the club at 7 a.m. times. Like, we've had some good times. Yeah. Um, but people don't know that side necessarily. No, so we're going to just talk. It's going to be like a girl's talk. We're going to talk about what you want to know, pageantry, Miss USA, career stuff, relationship. We're going to play a fun game at the end. But basically, it's like a no-topic episode. We're just going to be talking. Cool. Um, so for starters, just so you guys know, we met at Miss USA. Like I said, she was uh, Miss New York USA when I was Miss Washington USA. And that's how we that's how we met. Um, and we kind of like met just because obviously we're both black. So, <laughs> so we used to have like a yep. group. We had, to, we had a group chat. It was like true black queen yep. of all of the black girls that were in the Miss USA class. And our year actually had the most black girls. Did you know it? That? I yeah. didn't even know that. I think it was like 11 or 12 of us. So oh, wow, yeah, history. It's yes. not Black History Month anymore, but period. Yeah, um, but just to start off, like, can you tell us about your childhood where you grew up? Because you didn't, uh, you weren't born and raised, or you were raised here, but you weren't born yeah. in America. So. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't born in America. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm Afri- No, So I was born in Cape Verde. Uh, it's 10 islands off the west coast of Africa. So shout out to my West Africans. Um, and I moved to the U.S. when I was seven and then grew up in Boston and then moved to New York for college when I was 18. So. Okay. What's the, what do you feel like is, what do you have to adjust to from when you moved here for the first time? Um, A lot. I mean, the, the culture was so different. I didn't speak English. Like English is actually my fourth language. Um, Damn. I, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's giving Kevin Hart. It's giving, it's giving Kevin Hart. Uh, yeah. So um, I spoke Cape Verdean Creole Portuguese and then I learned English, um, Spanish before I even learned English. Um, so that was like really hard because I think it took me about three years to be fully fluent in English. Um, and uh, I didn't have really a lot of friends. It, you know, I was experiencing snow because I was in Boston. And uh, yeah, just the, the whole culture and, and the way of life here was was really hard. And my parents like both worked factory jobs. So like I never got to see them at all. Um, mm-hmm. I just was basically, you know, raising my baby sister and then like going to school and having to be an adult at like seven, eight years old. Wow. Uh, that was definitely tough. That's super hard. Before languages... Like we're the rest of us are dumb. If you know, <laughs> if you only know English, like myself, it's like sis, get it together. Like you know four languages. Listen, I always thought me knowing four languages was was really cool, which it is. It I'm, is I'm a, not going to take yeah. that away from me. But you know, I think when you, when there's people from other countries, they always know more than like two languages. It feels like mm-hmm. so. I've met people that have like, oh yeah, like I know five languages, six languages, seven, and I'm like, oh, okay, me and my four will just. <laughs> take the corner over here i always hate like when people apologize like sorry like i don't english is my second language i'm like they apologize they feel bad like a burden or something and i always tell people i'm like no do not apologize like i'm the stupid one i know one language (laughs) like do not apologize for being smart as fuck listen i wish more people (laughs) uh you know kind of had that mindset because 
that was definitely not the case for me and like my family at all. Um, I mean, even to this day, like, um, so sometimes I think in Portuguese and I count in Portuguese. I never count in English in my head. And um, a lot of the times I'll forget words in English. So like to this day, like even though like I speak English really fluently and I don't like have an accent, um, like I, I still struggle sometimes to find the correct English words. And I will oftentimes like say the wrong, the English language is first of all, the hardest language to mm -hmm. learn. Y'all make all of these damn rules for no fucking <laughs> they, reason. They, they're there and there. Like, like why, <laughs> why? And so a lot of the times, like I'll say something that's grammatically like incorrect. And um, honestly, one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone corrects me on it. And I had mm. someone that would always correct me on every time like, I made a, a grammar error. And I was just like, can you like, shut the fuck up? Because yeah. this like is you, my you know what I mean. language. How um, many languages do you speak? Yeah, zero. Well, one. <laughs> I Hopefully not zero. <laughs> just one. Um, who'd you learn like English from? Like if you can think of a, it was like TV, like how you, like how your voice has developed. Who do you think it's coming from? Does that uh, make sense? Okay, so... So I, when I first came here, I was like taking, um, I was like in bilingual classes. Um, and so I was with other kids that spoke Portuguese and that were from Cape Verde. Um, and I remember downstairs was where all the white kids were at. And mm -hmm. that's where like they all spoke English and like all the uh, uh, immigrants were like upstairs. And so I was like wanting, you know, it's, it's like I was young. I really wanted to fit in and like yeah. I wanted friends. And so I remember being like, oh, I want to be downstairs with the white kids. <laughs> Yikes! So bad, so bad, <laughs> and I was so determined to like learn English. So like, yeah. I would be going home, and like every time I would watch something on TV, like I would have the caption on, and I would be literally there, like sounding it out, like to them. I remember one of the shows that I watched a lot was um, uh, was Cat Dog, which I don't oh, even like. Yeah. I don't even think Cat like it Dog. had. It wasn't even like a lot of. They didn't even talk like yeah, that. Yeah. But I was still trying to, like, sound out anything that I could or, like, um, yeah, all of these shows and and just mouthing it until – and mouthing it with the American accent. Yeah. Because that was another, another thing. I was like, oh, I don't want an accent. I don't want an accent. Um, which I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I was young, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, and, and I was so diligent about it. And then I remember we had to take, like, a placement test. And uh, they were like, oh, um, Andrea, you have actually placed out of, like, you know, the bilingual, like, English, whatever. So you will be taking the English um, classes downstairs. And I was like, yeah, that girl, always. Like, yes. <laughs> and I remember, like, when I had to, like, go upstairs and take, like, my, my regular other classes, I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you remember what? English sounded like in your head? Like, cause I always, like, I have an idea. I'm not going to repeat what other languages <laughs> sound like. I'm not going to get canceled. Yeah, don't get canceled. But like, um, you know, we have an idea of like how other languages sound in our head. What is, do you remember what English sounded like? <laughs> I've, you know what I mean? Like, I've heard that it sounds slow. Uh, like, we're like. No, like, wah, I, wah. I, I thought it just sounded just like. Really fast. Oh, really fast. Okay, yeah, okay. it was just really fast. And, and it wasn't so much like. It having words, mm -hmm. it just sounded like noises. Oh, okay, and 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 then like it having like different accents, mm -hmm. you know, wherever like you're hearing it from or whatever. Like that was like hard to, oh right, you know, yeah, yeah. figure out because mm -hmm. I'm like, why does that person sound like this and that person sound like, like the South or like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, other than that, I mean, it it was very similar to Portuguese in terms yeah. of the actual like words that we use you know oh, okay. so it wasn't like anything crazy um like i said it just comes down to like y'all's grammatical stuff yeah it is a mess <laughs> it truly is i want to learn um sign language me too yeah because i've been seeing on me tiktok too, too. you know that one sign it's like fuck them kids yes yes you, you too, too. <laughs> and they've been teaching it yeah. in the ASL. so i was like let me learn some and then, oh, and then we just watched, um, which we'll get to. Creed, she's yeah. in Creed 3, by the way. <laughs> Creed 3, famous, that girl, what's new? But um, the little girl is deaf, so yeah, she does sign Mila, language and stuff. Yeah. And super cute. But even after watching that, I was like, I need to learn sign language now. Yeah. So that's funny enough, like a couple years ago, I was like so like determined on learning sign language. And I remember um, learning, I was like, uh, baby girl or something like mm -hmm. that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to learn sign. And like, honestly, I think that's all I learned, if that's even <laughs> correct. And um, I, I just wasn't like, you know, persistent with with teaching myself that. But yeah. now I kind of want to get back into it because um, I just think it's just so incredible and also being able to um, understand. It's a, it's a language at the yeah. end of the day. And I think people are like, oh, I want to learn Spanish. I want to learn this. And it's like, why don't we also take time to learn sign language? Yeah, totally.
Yeah, there's actually an app. I, I downloaded the app, but then I didn't stay consistent with it. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. I used to learn a word a day. Yeah. And I did it like for two days and I was like, just kidding. Just kidding. But I did learn. I learned um, my name is I-M-A-N-I. Oh, damn. Yeah. Eat up my baby girl yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even so, think that's correct, but. Yeah. So I'm bilingual. <laughs> Moral of the story, of the story is. I'm that girl too. <laughs> Two languages down. Just kidding. Um, so we're going to talk about pageants because we know that's why majority of you are about to like really tune in because she was Miss New York. And let's just let's just dive into it. Okay, going into the pageant, what's so funny is because obviously this bitch right here, she was like the front runner. We competed. Mind you, we're in the same class. So I'm saying this all as I competed with her. Everyone wanted Miss New York, Andrea Jabao, to be Miss USA. And also you, ha- you were a former Miss Earth USA. Yes. So you went to Miss Earth, which is the Earth. So therefore, you have like, <laughs> you have like yeah, an international is. fan base along with like Americans fan base. Um, but she was like the front runner. Like people wanted this bitch to win. And it's so funny. That's what I love about pageants is because you can look at it in two different ways. Like I could have looked at it like, okay, like who is this girl? Like, I don't know about mm-hmm. her. I'm scared. I don't want to talk to her. Or being me, I'm like, well, now look at this. Well, yeah, you know, I know. We, from the beginning, we were like, like we we hit it off from the beginning. But yeah, because I remember like you you had like hit me up or something, and you were like, "Can you look at my wall? Can oh, you give yeah. me some pointers?" I was yeah. like, "Yes, girl, I got you." I <laughs> Literally, she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Can you can you can we do like a walking lesson?" Like, yeah. Go on FaceTime? And, she and then was we like, did that. Yeah. Meanwhile, some people she were was like, like, "Yes, girl, like we'll FaceTime." And I just love that because I was like, "Oh my god, like we're hella competing." against each other technically but i like to say that we compete with each other because mm-hmm. we all know there can only be one miss usa yeah. we already made it so far like to win your state title alone it's like hella hard mm-hmm. like when we're judging or hosting a pageant i'd be looking at the stage like all these girls like really want to do what we got to do already right um so we're always thankful for that but that's why i love the sisterhood of it because yes. she really was like yes girl like immediately let's do a walking lesson and you guys know this girl can walk her ass off. <laughs> so just for starters, like when was your first pageant and when did you like, what made you sign up for a pageant? How'd you even discover the pageant world? So I was in theater and I was like acting all throughout high school. And my director at the time, um, his like niece had done a pageant and he was like, Andrea, like I think you'd be so great. And I didn't grow up watching pageants at all. Like I had no idea what it really was. Um, and so I remember like then going like on YouTube and like watching clips from, you know, different um, pageants. And one of the ones that I watched was the Miss Universe 2011, Layla Lopes. Um, uh, mm. She had won Miss Universe and she was from Angola, spoke, spoke Portuguese. And um, yeah, so then uh, I think it took him like two years of like consistently being like, hey, like, I think you should do this. I think you should do this. And I was like, I'm like looking at these girls and I'm like, they're don't look like me. Tall, blonde, yeah. blue eyes. Um, and I also didn't feel pretty at all. Mm-hmm. And um, at that time, I, I wanted to model too. But even then, I was like, yeah, it's just a dream. Um, and finally, like of him consistently convincing me, I was like, you know what? Like, whatever. Like, let me sign up. And the thing with me, it's like, once I, I decide to do something, I'm, like, all in. Mm-hmm. I am all in. And because, like, I've never had anything handed to me and because, like, all my parents could do was, like, afford to just pay for my entry fee, uh, like, I had to be super resourceful about everything. Um, So, like, I had to find ways that, like, I could teach myself about this pageant world and coach myself and have it all be free because I couldn't afford a coach. I couldn't afford, you know, anything else. Like, my shoes were from Payless. My my gown was from Amazon. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, and and I went and, and I remember just being so grateful and so happy to be there. And I walked in the interview room and honestly, I, I made top 15, but the only reason why I made top 15 was I honestly, because of my interview, I swear. Mm-hmm. Cause my state presence was, <laughs> she was all over the place, yeah, all over the place. Uh, but I just had, you know, that charisma about me and um, you know, I didn't make the top five. And I remember following the winner that year is Miss Massachusetts Teen USA. Mm-hmm. I remember following the winner that year. And I was just like super inspired by everything that she was doing. And then, you know, I caught the pageant bug and I was like, you know what? Like, I, I want to come back and do this. Um, and then went to compete for Miss Teen New York United States and then won and then went on to win Miss Teen United States. And then everything just kind of shifted for me there. Yeah. Oh, so you won Miss Teen United States? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. national queen of her. <laughs> Let's get into Two-time it. Two-time national title okay. holder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So then after that, you took a break, and then you went to Miss Earth? Uh, not quite. Okay. So after Miss Teen United States, 
I really wanted to get in the USA system and it was my first Miss competition. So I competed for Miss New York USA in 2017 Mm. and um, went in there with hopes and dreams and (laughs) lots of resources, free resources at that. And uh, I ended up placing first runner up and I think there was like nearly like 200 women competing that year. And, um, and, and thank God to this day, like, I'm so happy I didn't win. Like, mm. cause I just, I, I, had, I was still in that teen kind of mentality mm. and I was still so young. And like I said, when I do something, I need to like do it, like give it my all and do it correctly. So I was like, okay, I want to come back to Miss New York USA, but not yet. Like there's mm. things that I need to do for myself. There's, there's places that I need to grow. There's things that I need to experience to properly be able to effectively use a title for the best of my ability. And so the opportunity came for me to compete for Miss Earth USA, which I didn't think I was necessarily going to win. But I was like, you know, regardless, this is a great opportunity for me to just compete again amongst, you know, all these uh, women who have been doing pageants for so long. And then I won. (laughs) That girl, once again. (laughs) And that, yeah, and that ended up really, like, changing um, so much because, uh, like I said, you know, like, I, I didn't grow up with everything. So later on and going to experience, you know, competing at Miss Earth in the Philippines for a month. Wow. Um, I, I just learned so much and I was able to uh, have relationships with so many different people that down the line ended up really helping me out on my journey to Miss New York USA, mm-hmm. where a lot of what I had in terms of prep and wardrobe were sponsored because of people that I built relationships with throughout my, you know, couple of years Pre, um, previous in pageants. Yeah. You know, everyone say they have, you know, um, city girls and they're like, I'll show you how to network. Yeah. It's like yeah. a Netflix and chill. What's your <laughs> network? Literally her, knowing how to network. Like, I mean, I feel like even like now, obviously like the connections you have, like what's helped your career today, like with stylists and publicists and all that yeah. stuff is coming from your ability to be able to do that through your pageant career. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but New York is literally like one of the hardest state pageants. I would say, obviously, New York, California, big. Um, well, New York's not really a big state, but it's just the, the hard numbers. Are the big. numbers are really big. <laughs> like, I mean, you said like two hundred girls the first year you competed, and then the year you won, it was a hundred something. Yeah, it's like I think it's hundred and eighty-six hundred. Yeah, basically like two hundred girls. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> insane. So. Obviously, that's why she was a front runner, top contender. Um, so then let's just fast forward to Miss USA. Yeah. So we went to <laughs> <laughs> we went to Miss USA in 2020 during the pandemic. Woo! So round of applause for us just because of that. Like that was literally insane. Like it was it was a time. It was a, a time. A time was had. It was a time. Miss and I don't think we get enough credit for we the don't. time. <laughs> we don't, we don't. I feel like sometimes it's looked past. And I'm like, y'all don't get it. Like, y'all don't look at me, knocking over the microphone. Y'all don't get it. Like, we literally went to Miss USA during a pandemic. Yeah. And it was one of the first shows that was live. Like, and that's why they were really, really strict with us. But in preparation for Miss USA, what did that look like for you? So, um, I was actually preparing for Miss USA before I even won Miss New York USA. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, you know always been like kind of my mentality like if I'm going in like I'm going in to go all the way and so um there was already things and I'm super strategic about everything that I do like Mm -hmm. I don't ever really do anything by chance um and so before I even won Miss New York USA there's things that I was doing there's um you know uh coaching different types of coaching that I was doing outside of like pageants like I was meeting with like a dialogue coach I was you know um coaching on speaking and I was also volunteering a lot Mm -hmm. because one of the reasons why I love volunteering is because I was able to listen to so many different people's stories and immerse myself so much in the community and then figure out really like okay like how can I help like if when I miss New York USA like or miss USA like where is my impact going to be felt the most and so yeah, I spent a lot of time um, prepping beforehand and then, you know, won. Um, and then the pandemic hit literally a month after I won. And um, I don't know, like, th- I think for me, I've always been, like I said, very resourceful. And um, I think because of my upbringing, like, I've, I don't know, I've never been the type of person that gets sh- shaken up, mm-hmm. shook, shooken up, shaken up. There goes my English grammar. I'm like, something. It works. Uh, <laughs> Either one. I, don't, I, don't, I can't uh, tell the difference, honestly. I'm like, they both sound good. Um, yeah. So like, you know, once, so when, when the pandemic hit and everybody's kind of in a frenzy, like right off the bat, I'm like, oh, okay, bet. Here we go. Yeah. Like I, so while everybody was at home and chilling, mm-hmm. 
I was working. Like yeah. I was out in the community mm-hmm. still. Like I was volunteering. I worked with New York Cares and I was um, translating for um, kids who, you know, are, are now at home whose parents don't speak English. And so mm-hmm. I was like translating in Portuguese and Spanish for them for like four hours out of my day. So, um, so yeah. And then obviously closer to Miss USA, that's when like I really hunkered down with my prep in terms of like wardrobe, which is like a whole other situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And all of that stuff. Uh, but, but yeah, there's, there's so much that went into it. I don't yeah. even know, remember where I was going I, with this. I feel like, <laughs> but I love that you mentioned like during the pandemic. Cause I, when people talk about that, like I miss the pandemic, like not doing anything. And I'm like, no, can't we, relate. we can't relate to that because well, you know how people like, Rightfully so, like gain a few pounds during yeah. the pandemic. Me, I was getting snatcher and snatcher yeah. by the day. I was losing the yeah. weight, you know, because I was like preparing for Miss USA, obviously. And like you said, we were busy. Like we were doing IG lives, yeah. we were doing virtual events, like hosting things. We did the most of it during the pandemic. So when people say they miss it, I'm like, see, I we can't relate to that. Like we no. were not just every morning. I got up and like basically got dressed. Yeah, we knew we yeah, had to do hair, something. literally hair and makeup done, full, full makeup yeah. at home in your living room. Like, yeah. Like, hi, I'm Miss Washington. <laughs> yeah. It probably looked crazy to people, yeah. but we had to do what we had to do at the time. So we get to Miss USA, completely locked down. And let me tell you guys, it was a freaking wild. Like, we stayed getting yelled, yelled at, which <laughs> we got yelled at so much. And I think it's because the pressure of, like, it was a first live event. Yeah. And they just didn't want anyone to test positive mm-hmm. for COVID. And they were trying to watch their ass, like, obviously, Rightfully so, but we stay getting yelled at. We actually have the funniest like live picture. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> we tried to, we tried to sneak into yeah. picture together, and you can see the house mom, and she's like, "Hey!" And, and then we're just we're like, like, <laughs> like frazzled. We were just trying to take a picture with our mask. Yeah, like it was never that serious. No, it <laughs> like, really wasn't. Like, and mind you, we're getting tested every like day, every basically. freaking day, and we're inside a bubble. Yeah, and yeah, I thought that was the whole point of the bubble because we got tested before when right. we got there, like every other day while we were there. Quarantined, all quarantined, like two weeks before. I thought that purpose was to then, like, when we got there, we couldn't be a little bit normal. Yeah, yeah. But no, that was not the case. So that live picture is so funny because we were like, Ooh. I know, and trying to get all the pictures that we could because yeah. it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity, and it's like, okay, well, if you don't, you know, make it into the top or win or advance or whatever, you want to hold on to the memories and the way to hold on to the memory is photos and videos and so it's sad that like you know we kind of got a lot of that taken away from us for sure but luckily we're friends in real life so yeah we got we got got a lot better memories and more memories to come baby (laughs) like so many memories to come um so speaking of like at the results of the pageant so i remember when we got off stage i sally did not make top 15 it's fine but when we got off stage um after you made top 10 and I, first of all, I went by so fast. Like I, I went backstage. Well, I went backstage. And by the time, like, I ate my little brownie, because, you know, every pageant girl does that, because we're like, <laughs> we're starving, which is such a problematic um, thing to do. Yeah. But I was hungry anyway. But <laughs> um, I, was hungry. I was hungry. And I went back and ate like, my little brownie. By the time I came back, you were already back. And I remember saying, like, oh, is it intermission? Because I just <laughs> knew you didn't get cut. I knew you didn't get cut. I was like, there's no way this bitch got cut. And then she was like, Oh, yeah, they, are, they were on to top five. Yeah. And I was like, wait, right. she didn't make top five? And I, I was wondering, because I mean, obviously at that point, I didn't know you like super, super yeah. well. So I was wondering how you were going to react. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I couldn't imagine like, if you're a front runner and everyone has this pressure on you to win and then you get cut at that point. And I was like, is she going to, because there was girls crying back there. Yes. And I was like, is she about to cry? Is she about to, she didn't even, she didn't do nothing. No. She, she was just like, Mm, like <laughs> she's like cut yeah <laughs> and I knew her phone was probably blowing up yeah, and everything it was and it's so funny because like people just obviously had like all this expectations for me that's a lot of pressure and, and yeah all this stuff and then after not making it people like were um uh uh what's the word uh disappointed no no no, oh. no. <laughs> um shit consoling uh, no, no, no. When it's like someone like pr- projects. Oh, okay, people, yeah, yeah. yeah. So people were projecting like how they would be in that moment onto me. Yeah, and so they yeah. thought that I would be like really upset or like be a bitch about it or like be in tears. And I really wasn't. I just was so grateful. Mm-hmm. And I remember like then like going back to my room and like I was just like, oh, like I know like I had such a huge fan base and people that were riding out for me. And like I was seeing all of like the messages and the and the mentions and people were so pissed and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, I just don't want anyone to like bash the winner yeah, or like 
And so I remember going on my Instagram story and I was just like crying, but I was like crying because of how grateful I was and how happy I was. And I was like, you know, just like, let's just support the winner, like not bash anyone. Um, Like, yeah, no, I, and I, and and that was genuinely like how I felt. Mm -hmm. Like I, there was no part of me that was like bitter, that was mad. Like it really wasn't. And I, and I, and I talked about it before and I still think that like some people didn't believe me, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, you haven't walked my life in my shoes. And so like, for me, like the way that I also think about things, it's like I'm a big believer that if something is meant to you, meant for you, it will happen for you. Mm-hmm. And at that point, like winning Miss USA wasn't my only goal. Right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a lot smarter than that. Yeah. So I went into the competition with all of these other goals mm-hmm. that I checked off. Mm-hmm. So I left the competition feeling so fulfilled and so happy because I got so many things out of that opportunity mm-hmm. aside from the Miss USA crown. And um, yeah, and and now looking back at it, like every, like I said, everything happens for a reason. I'm very grateful that I didn't win, so. That part. <laughs> no, no, truly. And I had um, Susie on here, our Miss yeah. Virginia, and then she won The Bachelor, yeah, like yeah, yeah. On, her, on here a couple weeks ago or like a couple months ago. And she was saying the same thing. It's like, you're kind of not, I don't say like in a bad way, like, oh, we're grateful we didn't win. We're not being those bitches. No, like, I'm glad no, I yeah, no. No, because it would have been an incredible opportunity. Of Obviously, course, it was super cool. It could have enhanced careers in a different way yeah. that it's already has. But like, it's just something that you don't need. No. And I think as like any girl that's trying to compete for a pageant this year, next year, whenever, just know like you don't need it to no. win the the title, even the state title. It feels like a lot of pressure too because you want it so badly, but your life's not over if you don't win. Yeah, like, and I, and I feel like know. everybody just has their own path. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like what I needed to do in the pageant industry in terms of the impact that I've, I have I needed to do or, or whatever, like, I, I did that without the, you know, Miss USA crown. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's just, like, everybody has their own path. And, and you just have to have faith that – whether a door closes or opens for you, you may not understand it in the moment, but just have faith that like you will down the line and you like, you will be okay. Yeah. And let's just clear it up here. Andrea will not be competing again. Yes. So you heard it here first. People, where camera do I look at? Oh, uh, what camera? I, you were there. Right, okay. Um, I really appreciate everybody in my DMs. And in my mentions every single day, I really do. I know you guys mean the best. I truly do. I, I truly, truly understand. But no, I'm not competing ever again. Like She's done. I'm done. <laughs> Maybe I'll give you guys like a little walking video here and there. Yeah. But yeah, no, oh, I yeah, just. Oh yeah, you got to give us what we need, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Feed, feed the yeah, hunger feed, a little feed bit. Feed, feed me, please. <laughs> let us, let us um, get it. But yeah, no, I'm just like at a point in my life where I'm so excited about everything else that I'm like getting to do. And um, that's like, you know, outside of pageants and um you you don't really make money through pageants, and I'm no, like trying you just to make my money. money now. Exactly, yeah, you exactly. Just spend money. So I'm like, as a fan, and you know, someone who watches, like, I get it. But like, as someone who has to then like give up a year of her life, um, you know, to prep or two years if you mm-hmm. win or whatever, like, it's yeah, I'm I'm just past that. Or like three if you're in a pandemic. It's crazy, <laughs> you're right? In, right. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of like now segueing into post pageantry, it's like we talk about this a lot, but trying to segue out of or get out of the pageant girl mold, which is so hard, I think, yeah. for most people. Like, you just feel like, okay, with pageantry, not that you're not yourself. It's just, like, you're a different version. You know, okay, this is a good example. You know the voice you use when you get on a phone? Like, hi, can I make a doctor's appointment? <laughs> Imagine that you're around as a title holder. That's what that kind of feels mm-hmm. like. And you're yourself, but it's a different version, like I yeah. said. So trying to, like, when you give up your title and then figuring out what you want your career to look like, what you want your demographic, your audience, your, like, fan base to look like is a little bit hard. Like, when I started the podcast, like, that was my biggest thing is, like, I want to be who I actually am. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like during my reign, during my 20 years of pageantry, I... <laughs> she be in the game. I've been in the game since <laughs> I was five, but y'all know, like, I've really been in this. Um, I try to be myself as much as possible, which I think is why I probably won Miss Congeniality because I, you were able yeah, to see you that. Did. I you did. really did. I'm Sandra Bullock, <laughs> like literally. Um, you, without the gun, though. Without the gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Um, you can see that I was still like silly and fun, like throughout my reign. Yeah. But um, so I think I do a pretty good, I did a pretty good job at that. But at the same time, it's still not fully like my full self. And with the podcast, I was like, okay, like, your girl, I'd be saying, I'd be cussing. I'd be drinking. I'd yep. be having a good time. So I'm I'm grown. Like, you feel like you're almost like a child yeah. low-key when you're competing because you have to be so picture perfect. And I feel like, honestly, a part of it where, yes, I think it's part of the pageant 
system in general, like it just pageantry. But also it's like we think we're supposed to be like that when really it's an it's never that serious. It's never that serious. It's just not. Um, so like coming off of Miss USA and now, because we've talked about it, like what do you wish, like what do you want people to see from you in the future? Like what do you, how are you navigating post-pageantry to right now? Navigating post-pageantry. Um, I don't know because it's like, I'm like, I'm still, I'm still not going to put, you know, my wild nights like on Instagram yeah, some close friends. or like, you know, my little tweet yeah. videos, you know? And she could twerk so good. <laughs> like when we went to Miami uh, for Miss Universe. See, the people would be shocked to know that. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't, they'd we, be like, what? Are you twerking? That, what? We all put that on our close friends. Yeah, yeah, And I yeah. have like some of like, pa- some passion yeah. people, like other passion people that are ratchet like us on my close friends. And they were like, that's Andrea? I was like, yeah, she's throwing it back. <laughs> like, she can throw that ass back. So don't be fooled. Don't, do not be fooled because she really out here period but yeah she's not gonna post that but it's on her close yeah friends. i think i think um i don't know because i really try to stay as true to myself mm-hmm. you know as i could be at that time you know when i was missing your qsa but i think now like i just want to allow myself to just be more vulnerable about just the process in general and like going through life and you know trying to make other shit happen um yeah, that's really about it. Cause like I don't know, there's just like different versions of me that different people get to see, mm-hmm. and like some versions of me will come out when it's appropriate. But I feel like everybody's kind of yeah, like that, everyone. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know. There's like, yeah, I don't know. Just I think I think one of the biggest things though is like I think when I was like doing pageants and when I especially when I was Miss New York USA, like a lot of people. There's like rumors that I heard of people like thinking that like I came from money or that like mm. I had a lot of money or like whatever the case was. And like that wasn't the case. And like I was always open about my like story, you mm. know, where I come from and everything like that. And so, yeah, I just I think at the end of the day, like I just want people to like get to know yeah. me and my heart and mm-hmm. just like my charismatic, like chill, humble self who like kind of twerks and throws it back sometimes. Yeah, like, period. You know? Yeah, takes really a vodka it. shot before podcast. Yeah. Like that girl. Totally. <laughs> Which are doing so good. I know. We're so, so proud of we're us. Doing good. Because I'm like, especially in the beginning, I was like, yeah, I yeah, need yeah. to figure it out. You want like get it together. But I think that comes from one, people just can't stand a bad bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Like they just get people. And I've get, had like, to be okay with that. Yeah. You, because I grew up like Oh, gosh. Like, I remember, like, if I ever found out someone, like, didn't like me, like, I couldn't sleep for, like, days because mm. it would bother me so much because I'm like, why Why don't they yeah, like I'm me? Like, I'm nice. so nice. I'm yeah. like, this. I'm like, why? What did I do? Like, and it would just, like, run in my head. And then, um, you know, where someone would, like, spread a rumor, but I'm like, that's not true. Like, what? Like I, it would just drive me crazy. Um, and, and now I've gotten to a point that I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm like, if you're talking about me, great, because clearly you can't talk about yourself. Yeah. So, clearly. Okay. And you could literally cure cancer and someone's like, why would you do that it's like what like you I mean we talked about it It, like Beyonce the baddest bitch of the The, baddest bitches of bitches um like yeah like even people are like like underrated all the stuff I'm like listen if you if people gonna talk shit about Beyonce I don't give a fuck who's gonna say shit about me literally (laughs) literally like people are just trash and I mean because ultimately what I I always say that I admire this about you like Andrea gets up and she gets dressed period like she is Beat face, outfit cute, not never looking like trash. Me, I be looking like trash, and I'm. No, kinda, you really no, don't. I really. Oh, you really Alex. don't. No, well, not like not like not when I, I get dressed. Like not when I get. No, girl, I know you sent me some selfies. Yeah, like you know, like I be looking <laughs> mm, rough, like even in the vlogs and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I've always admired this about her because I want to be that girl. The reason why people like the aesthetic of like Kim and Kylie and stuff is because they even in like their lazy days, it's still like lip gloss matching workout yeah. set out the door like I think that when you present yourself in that way people look at you a certain way and admire you so because you present yourself so well all of the time like through like you, you pop on your story you look good mm-hmm. um I think people associate that with oh she must be like this in real life she might be like this in real life it's like no bitch she's actually really nice in real life and you just look like shit and and let me tell you, <laughs> like, where, you know what I mean I'll it's tell like, you where that comes from and um and and that's because I seriously have like had nothing and I've never had the ability to attain much or like mm-hmm. hand it to me. And um, one of the ways that I've found to get respect from people mm-hmm. and to be able to network and um, be able to make way for myself is through my presentation. Mm-hmm. That has, to be quite honest, like gotten me a lot of opportunities that then I've been able to capitalize and make 
more out of it with my personality and my brains. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and like for me, like I I couldn't afford to just get up and just like put on sweatpants, no makeup, and just like mm-hmm. go do shit. Yeah. I really couldn't mm-hmm. because like I I just had to make way for myself. I literally had nothing, like yeah. truly nothing. Um, and now it's been something that is kind of like programmed in me, mm-hmm. like doing my makeup, like. It can take me like 20, oh, 30 minutes, too. 15 minutes. Like, it's not quick, that hard. Yeah. Like, oh, I might go to outfit. Like, okay, cool. And it just like looks put together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just been like one of the strategic things that like I've done in order to make way for myself when I know that like I wouldn't be able to make it happen if yeah. it wasn't, you know, being strategic about certain mm-hmm. things. And you could, she could do this beautiful face in like 10 minutes. Like, when we were in Miami, she like took <laughs> off her entire. Like, all her makeup. Yeah. And then redid it. And we were, like, still getting dressed. Yeah, I remember. Like, yeah, she's just, like, <laughs> she's so fast. And I'm, I'm sure people ask you for, like, makeup videos all the time. Yeah. And they don't even know that, like, you're going to be watching the video for five minutes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's done. It's going to be done. That's so funny. But, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, though, what you just said about, like, feeling like you have to be put together to kind of get that respect. Mm-hmm. Which, ultimately, I think is a good thing just because... I think sometimes, like, wait, I talked about this in a pick me episode, and like, people think it's cute when they're like, oh, I never get dressed. I never yeah. do this. And it's like, pick me behavior. It's like, that's crusty. When I say, like, oh, I'll be looking crusty, I'm not looking at that like that's something to admire. Right. I don't like that about myself. Like, I want to every day have a schedule where I wake up, I get dressed because when you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So, like, someone wants to do something, or you have a meeting, or you have a brand deal or something, you're already dressed for the mm-hmm. day and not scrambling because you just, have not gotten dressed, yeah. you know? And I'll say that, like, now that I've kind of established that kind of, uh, I don't know how you want to call it, like, I per- like someone's, like, respect yeah. idea for mm-hmm. me, image of me or whatever. And now I'm, like, finding it, like, more, like, I'm, I'm more comfortable mm-hmm. and, like, okay. And I want to, like, kind of, like, sometimes post a picture without me, me like, without makeup or something or me in, like, more chill clothes mm-hmm. because – that their idea of me is not going to necessarily change. If anything, they're now going to just be like, "Oh wow, like look at Andrea yeah. looking all natural yeah. and like all that stuff." She looks and the just same, by the way, and so. and you know all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because like I've worked strategically to get to that point yeah. to where now it's like not going to really like you know matter. And if yeah. anything, like people are just going to appreciate it a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, what are your like biggest career goals now going forward? As of right now, I'm just really focused on acting. So after Miss New York USA, um. I was really trying to figure out, like, what is that I wanted to do. It was, like, rebirth all over again. I was, like, gave up my title when I was, like, what, I don't know, like, 25, mm-hmm. 26 or something. And I was, like, damn, what do I do with my life now? Yeah. Meanwhile, people are having that conversation when they're, like, 21. Yeah, ultimate you know? question, yeah. Because I spent all, you know, not as long as you. Yeah, but my whole life. <laughs> I, <laughs> I spent, like, a lot of, like, my early adult years, like, you know, dedicating myself to pageants and, and all of that. And so I was like, okay, like, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? Like, what are the goals? And I always kind of knew, um, and, I, and I really wanted to get back into acting because that's how I got into pageants mm-hmm. in the first place was through acting. And I remember just, like, having a conversation with God and being like, God, like, I have this feeling in my heart and this passion that's just in my heart. But, like, I'm, like, scared to act on it because, of course, like, it's, like, a it's a hard industry to break into. Um, you know, I, don't, I haven't done anything acting related in years and so I, I and like I said like I'm very strategic and and if I'm doing something I need to be able to give it my all and so I was like you know what God like just just give me some sort of sign that like this is what I need to be doing like give me the opportunity to just work on a set of mm-hmm. of of something be there an extra uh, a plus one of a friend who just booked a role and mm-hmm. I just get to spend a day with them on set um or, or just something just to be surrounded by people who are doing this as a living and see how I feel and uh, I kid you not, like two and a half weeks after that, I had a conversation with God, um, I booked Creed. Period. And yeah, and being on that set just was an answered prayer. Yeah. And it just like gave me everything that I needed needed to know and feel. And it was like the biggest hand from God of like, no, girl, like I put that passion in your heart for a reason. Now, if you really wanted to sign, here you go. Yeah, that's like the biggest sign um, ever. Exactly. Yeah. So Especially now. the cast, like that franchise is extremely good. Like the yeah, movies are good. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Obviously. And just above all, like I just learned so much. And the entire crew from like the makeup artists to um, uh, the PAs and, you know, everybody on set was just teaching me so much. I was asking so many questions and I was so inspired and I got to see like the behind the scenes of everything. And I remember like being on set, I think at that point it was like 
we were taping for like, I don't know, like 17 hours or something. Mm-hmm. And then there's like people like knocked out, like sleeping. And I was like, why do I go? I was like, yes. <laughs> like so yes, giddy. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And so like now I'm like really excited to just keep doing that. And uh, not the last you'll see of me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, look for her. She's going to be at the Oscars collecting, <laughs> you know, TV shows, movies, Netflix, HBO Max. Paramount Plus. Period. <laughs> Every streaming service, <laughs> Andrea Jabao. Um, but that's super exciting because I feel like navigating post-pageantry is something that we could have a whole podcast episode about yeah. that because that is something so many girls really struggle with that and like sometimes even go to like a depression state yeah. because they just don't know what to do. But lastly, like just having those goals outside of winning your title, your state title, your your national title, whatever it is, like is so important because then you can come out of it like us, excited about life and what's to come. Um, so we're going to move on to the Q&A, like some of the questions that you guys asked, and then we're going to play a fun game. But, okay, the first question it was, I got a couple ones like this. It was like, how does it feel to be that girl? Or how does one become so iconic? <laughs> oh, so, so wait. That's like, yeah. like two questions. Yeah. Um, okay, so the first one is how, how do I feel? How uh, does it feel to be that girl? Yeah. <laughs> To be quite honest, a lot of imposter syndrome, a lot yeah, of waking up mm-hmm. and not having the best day, like waking up and feeling like shit and being like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Like, what the fuck have I been doing? Like, and just feeling the, the worst of the worst. Like, I experienced those days <laughs> probably way more than the good days. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've like one of the things about me is like I'm always like I'm just humble about everything. Like mm-hmm. I really am just because I'm just grateful about everything. Like for me to have the opportunity to come to this country and at that time like they weren't like handing out visas. Like it was yeah. really hard for us to come here. Like I feel really lucky and I and I will always kind of go back to that. Um and so when sometimes like people like you know give me compliments or whatever like I I always like shy away from it cuz I feel very uncomfortable about it. But like lately like I've been just like no girl you are that bitch. Yeah. And just like being like more confident in that and owning that um, because if you don't own it for yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the first sign of someone, you know, talking down on you or telling you otherwise, you're going to like believe it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I've been just very um, cognizant of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it, like it just like, I don't know, like everybody, we just have good days and, and bad days. And I think everybody is that girl and everybody yeah. is that bitch. You just mm-hmm. have to be able to find that place of of groundedness and that place of confidence and mm-hmm. own that. Yeah. Once you own that and you're consistently consistently doing that, everybody else will recognize it. Yeah. And then that's how you can be that girl too. <laughs> it's really that simple. Like you just wake up. I just wake up and be like, I'm the baddest. I like, and that's one, that's one of the things like I love about you because I feel like you've always just been so unapologetically yeah. like your biggest fan and like <laughs> like you are the definition of um like self-affirmation yeah and like I just love that about you and I think it's just so inspiring because like Aww. there's like so many times where I'm like damn like I wish I could pull some of Amani's confidence <laughs> because it's just like I, I like I don't know I feel like I, I think if more people like felt that way about life and like about themselves like we'd be able to like navigate some like other hurdles in our lives a lot yeah. better Thank you. And I always, Imani is that bitch. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I always say like how I look at it is like, I don't think that I'm better than other people, but I don't think anyone's better than me. So like the confidence is not coming from like, oh, this girl ain't shit. I'm the best. Yeah, I'm better than yeah. her. It's more like, no, I am that girl and you are that girl too, mm-hmm. but that's not up for me to believe it for you. Right. Like, exactly. I believe that I'm that girl. And if you don't think you're that girl and you think that I think, I think I'm better than you, that's a you problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because everyone... Seven billion of us in the world can be that girl. Right. Or that guy. Whatever. Whatever. But or that they. Oh, that they. <laughs> you know, All we, the other pronouns. We, we inclusive over here, baby. <laughs> um, okay, the next one. Um, we kind of went that. Uh, Miss USA. What would you do? Oh, okay. What would you do differently at Miss USA if you could? Mm, I, would, uh, I would I would. rather, you know, pick and design my own gown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know y'all, y'all new girls. Y'all, y'all girls lucky yeah. now. Uh yeah, that would definitely be something that I would 100 percent change. Yeah. yeah, but you know, he didn't really have that choice. And I won't, you know, I won't talk bad about anyone. So Yeah, yeah. We won't talk bad. <laughs> but um, we have to wear Sherry Hill, which we're not talking bad. We're just saying that was just a fact. So Yeah, we, and it yeah. was yeah, it was it was it was just yeah. Was I mean, girls now they can have like these exquisite 
pieces, you know? So that is something that I would change too. Like yeah. I wish, I mean, going there, it was, it was honestly the struggle. I don't know if I've talked about this, but it was a struggle because at the time it was so funny looking back on it. Like, I think I was like only, I was like a size six when I went to um, the headquarters mm-hmm. in Texas and I could not find a dress. I was like, y'all really out here playing. Like, it's really not, I'm a six. Like, yeah. where's the dress at? But like, I could, like, I could not get like anything over my ass. Mm-hmm. And I was in the dressing room like, <laughs> not oh a bad my. problem. But... Like, not a bad problem, but I, I could not <laughs> fit anything. And I was like, oh my God. So part of the reason why I went with the dress I did with the jersey material at the bottom was because that was one of the ones I could actually fit. Yeah. Because it was like stretchy at the bottom. But I'm like, yeah, Sherry Hill, don't be doing that. Meanwhile, I show, I was, like, one of the last people that won my state. Mm-hmm. So when I finally got to the headquarters, like, everything's gone. everything was and had everything, a tag. Everything had a tag. Yeah, like, and I was like, oh, cute. I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> everything was gone, flushed out. And it was, like, taken by Miss USA contestant. Taken by yeah, Miss Teen USA yeah. contestant. So there wasn't much to choose from, I'm sure. Um, okay, next one. Um, what's your typical day look like? And, oh, we kind of went through. He said, and how are you always so put together? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like, oh, I'm not trying to answer for you, but everything's, every day is probably so different just yeah. because when you're, like, in this entertainment world, like, some days are going to be, like, some days I'm doing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And then some weeks are extremely busy. So yeah. it really just depends. Exactly. Um, okay. What's something most people don't know about you? What's something most people don't know about me? Um, I think... I think, like, social media-wise, I think people just don't really, like, know how, like, just funny and, like, yeah. crazy I begin sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, like, definitely, like, the biggest thing because it's, like, you know, people know different things, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, some people may be like, oh, like, yeah, she's really nice. Some people, like, don't know that, whatever. But I think overall, like, people just don't know. Yeah, I just – Oh, crazy. A good time. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a good time. A real good time. <laughs> and that's not for everyone to know that size. Exactly. So that's the thing. It's not a bad thing to like want to preserve some of the magic for yourself. You know what I mean? And my friends. Yeah, and your friends. Like that's totally <laughs> fine. I think that's what makes it I think that's what makes people have like they're mysterious or they have like that sex appeal mm-hmm. kind of because you don't know everything. Or like how they move all yeah. the time and like all they're crazy. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a good trait. But yeah, that's not for all y'all to know. <laughs> Um, okay, let's do one more of the questions. Um, where do you get your style inspiration from? My style inspiration? Um, to be honest, I'm, like, working on it right now just because I feel like I have, like, this one kind of aesthetic. Mm. And um, I'm trying to, like, step out of that. So I'm, like, working a lot with stylists lately and stuff, which has been fun. But um, uh, I don't know. I think my biggest thing is I like things that look clean and sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And, like, not clean in terms of m- being, like, minimalistic. Because it's, like, I like the sparkles. I like the, you know, pop of colors and all that stuff. But I need it to just look really put together. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. Like, And also, I'm a big fit person. Like, I need things to fit properly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my jeans right now are... They're actually like really big on my waist, but I actually have. Oh, like a it's like a tie. Yeah, I have a tie. It's like a tie. Yeah, I have like a little tie tie thing to like really snatch it in. Um, Yeah. uh, So like yeah, so it's like I'll even sometimes if I need a tailor or something like I will just to make sure that like it fits and it looks great. I think that's like one of the biggest things. Like you can take something that. You're like, oh, this is look great, and then you take it to the tailor, and then it it'll like everything. be magic. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're like shopping cheaper, like when I a lot of my Miss, my Miss USA wardrobe came from Pretty Little Thing, mm-hmm. and then I went to I got it altered, so it like looks snatched and everything. So that's always a good tip too if you're like not trying to spend a lot of money, yeah. just go get it altered. And also the biggest thing aside from style, um, if your hair and makeup is put together, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be you know full lashes, all that stuff. But even if it's just like you know a little foundation or um, tinted moisturizer or whatever that just elevates mm-hmm. a whole look so much so you can take something super basic like you know a blazer uh black crop top situation in jeans mm-hmm. and then like because my hair and makeup is done it automatically like elevates mm-hmm. the look versus like if I just came up with no makeup and like my hair look all messy yeah completely different mm-hmm. 100%. you know 100% so it's all about how you style it, y'all. Okay, we're gonna move on to a couple of the I I kind of I made this well I didn't make this game up but I made some of the questions up but we're okay. gonna play Would You Rather. Okay. Okay. The first one I have is Would you rather have all of your group chats leaked or a nude leaked? Ooh. We're starting off strong. <laughs> 
Oh, oh shit. Or nude. I know. Thing. Now, what do you mean by nude? Like a whole lot a of. A whole nude and your face is in it. Okay. Because if it's like a booty nude, like if okay. it's just like my booty, I don't mind because that's yeah. one of the, another thing about me. Like my. Like, people are not surprised that I have a butt. Like, because yeah. I don't show it at uh-huh. all. But, like, I don't, I don't know anything. Yeah. You know? And um, so if it's just like that, I don't mind. Because I'm like, uh-huh. all right, great. Whatever. Like, now everybody knows what I'm yeah, working with. Exactly. And it's like, it wouldn't be bad. Because I feel like yeah. everyone would be like, yes, Andrea, yeah. you know? Um. So, yeah, like that. But if it was, like, you know, full frontal everything, ah, oh, shit. But my my group chats, we got a crazy See, group too. chats, like, the difference, like, group chats, I feel like. I'm like, shit, that's, like, nude in my group chats. Yeah, it's like, right. <laughs> It's like a double whammy. And also, I feel like group chats could get people canceled. Where like yeah, a nude is like true. it's not feminist to be mad at someone for a nude. Yeah. Okay, so I'll go, I'll go nude. You okay. know? I yeah, mean, I'll free the nude. nipple movement. Yeah. I know yeah. like just like spin it and be like, so happy to be partnering up with XX, like <laughs> yeah. organization to free the nipple, all women's bodies, yeah. you know. It's a women's what's a women's month right now. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I'd be hella strategic about it. Yeah. Like just spin it if it got leaked. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm picking nude too. I'm picking nude. Okay, next one. Um, marry your first boyfriend or work Ooh. at your first job forever? Oh, fuck. Uh, definitely not marry my first boyfriend. Oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, my first job uh, was Olympia Sports. Okay. I actually got fired from that job because I didn't know shit about sports. <laughs> and funny enough, I, it was like, it was like uh, athletic uh, uh, clothes and also sneakers. And I remember this one woman came in and the Cool Grace had just came out. And she was like, hey, like, I'm, like, looking for the Cool Grace to get my son for his birthday. But she didn't know how they looked like. Little did she know I didn't know how they looked like either because <laughs> I had missed the meeting, the brief meeting, because um, I was at rehearsals. Yeah. Um, and I picked a random shoe on the wall and I sold it to this woman and she came back and was obviously pissed because she had traveled, like, two hours. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And I was working that shift and, you know, she's, like, talking to my boss. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I got fired. But it was a cool job. It was chill. You know, I got to wear like a little uniform. Yeah. Um, yeah. And fuck, fuck no, I made my first boyfriend. <laughs> that bad? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how old were you when you had your first boyfriend? Uh, my first boyfriend. Ooh, oh, sh- Wait, actually, my first serious boyfriend. I had a, my first boyfriend was uh, when I was... 14 okay and we did it for two days oh okay. and i remember his friend like came up to me to like this was like an era where like i don't know if we're in washington like it was like this but um like your friends the guy that you were dating's friend would like either form their relationship for you guys or break okay. it up for you guys so i remember he <laughs> yeah. just came up to me and he was just like hey andrea like uh, i don't remember his name it was like manny or something said you're you're cute without the e and i was like <laughs> oh okay <laughs> But my first, like, actual serious relationship was, like, hella toxic. Okay. And uh, actually, he was a cute dog. That's why I was giving Alex such a hard time. Because I was like, "Mm -mm." oh, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Hell no. And I'm pretty sure he he has a hella receding hairline right now. So I'm good. (laughs) All cute dogs are not bad, y'all. Because Alex is a good man. Alex is great. Yeah, he's a good man. Alex is amazing. I fucking love Alex. Yeah. But he's the only good one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's, well, for me, I would say marry my first boyfriend because Alex is my first yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. <laughs> so, easy. But most people, I mean, I picked that one because I'm like, most people have like a horror story with their first boyfriend yeah. because they're young and yeah. like toxic. And toxic is not cool, y'all. Like, no. if you don't need to be in a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. it's not cute. It's not cute at all. Um, okay, the next one. Um, walk in your walk in your parents having sex or they walk in on you. The alarm. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather just walk in on my parents having sex. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because I'd just be like, oh. Yeah, they grown. It's yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know how Meanwhile, you got here. I have immigrant parents. Yeah. So if my mama walked in on me, <laughs> oh, it would it would be, You'd a, be it would be yeah, I would be dead and I would just have her yelling and giving me a whole life lesson while I'm still like butt naked and yeah. all that stuff. So <laughs> it's not I'm, even worth it. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I feel that. I feel like, yeah, I think I was choose the same. But I feel like if my mom walked in, she'd be like, "Your mom would be hella yeah, cool." You yeah, be like, "Yeah, girl, like, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I already know because she's still trying to ask me stuff. But I get, I'm like shy yeah, about yeah, it because yeah, I don't yeah. know. I feel like in my head, I'm still like this little angel, yeah. little sweetie pie, yeah. little girl. And my mom's like, no, like she needs to know everything. Like, yeah, yeah. So she would actually. I feel like she would probably be she, like giving, like, no, 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 do, do yeah, that, yeah. no, no, no. yeah, right there, there you go. <laughs> She'd be living. She might, she might have watched this. She might have watched this and be like, yeah, commenting because, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I, we I, love I, you. We love you. <laughs> okay, the next one. Um. Okay, be poor with the love of your life, or rich and single forever. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> the thing my about boyfriend's me, in the other room. I know. So her, boy, like, <laughs> her boyfriend's in the other room, which she just hard launched. So, hey. Uh, I won't say no names because it's a top secret. <laughs> But she didn't um, launch him, so if you want to check him yeah. out, he's on, the, he's on the Instagram. Yeah, real cute. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, listen, I was in therapy all of last year, and one of the things I learned in therapy was how to love myself. Mm. And I've also been poor, mm-hmm. and I know how it feels like to be poor. Mm. So I'm, I'm gonna choose somebody to be single. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. I'm going to choose the same thing. <laughs> because it's just like... But, like, thank God, though, that's not, like, not my actual reality and I yeah, can have both. But, yeah, you know? yeah. We're, we're, we're going to have both, so it's fine. But yeah. it's just, like, in a different universe, in the multiverse, um, I will not be um, poor. <laughs> like, like, I, like, it's a struggle to not... You're not even, like, poor, but just, like... That's not a struggle, but even just like struggling financially, yeah. it's just like an, an, an annoying feeling to have, like to be and it's so, like And it's like, you can, you can be happy on one end because you're, you know, with someone that you love and there's a, like a lot of happiness and fulfillment that comes with that. But then when you're looking back at yourself and you're broke, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, the happiness is only coming from one end versus yeah. if you are rich and you're single, you can love learn to love the shit out of yourself. Mm-hmm. So then you're like getting happiness from both ends. Yeah. And then single doesn't mean not it's a good life hack. Life hack. And it's, <laughs> when I say single, it doesn't really mean you're just by yourself. Like, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, right, right. You can be in the streets. But um, yeah, I'm gonna pick that one too. But luckily we don't have to worry about that. We're gonna be in love and rich. Yeah, exactly. Per. So okay, let's do like two more. Or maybe it's okay. This one, oh wait, this one I made up and I was like, this one is so freaking. I'm kinda good. scared. This one, no, this one, it's okay. it's hard though. It says, no, we'll do two more. Okay, let's say that one for last. Okay, know when you'll die or how you'll die. Ooh. So I have this complex about myself that, like, I'm going to live forever. Oh, my gosh. Because, like, my great-grandmother, like, was, like, 106 Mm -hmm. when she passed away. Wow. Uh, And so, yeah, I'm like, me die? What? Yeah. That's on brand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's not on brand. It's never Um, giving that. (laughs) But, shit, when I'll die or how? That's scary. Damn. Um, Maybe how? How? Yeah, because then yeah. I feel like if I know when, then, like, I'll just move through life way too differently. Yeah, totally. Unless, like, I'm going to, like, unless it's, like, oh, you're going to die in, like, your 90s. And it's, like, okay, then, then I'm going to keep living yeah. my life the same way. But then, like, if it's, like, oh, you're going to drown. Oh, no. But then I'm, like, it's, like, you're going to drown. Then I'm, like, I'm not getting no water. Yeah, I'm exactly. not even, like, brushing my teeth. No, you, yeah, not no, that literally, much. But, like, like you, how would you be, like, careful? Yeah, you wouldn't want to do anything. Yeah. Like, you're like, I'm never driving again. I'm never flying again. Whatever it was. Like, I'm never going outside. So, either okay, way, so actually, really I'll change it. I'll change it to when. When? I'll change it to yeah, because yeah. then you can like live to the fullest. Exactly. And hopefully, it's giving hundred and six for all exactly. of us in this room. So, yeah, but that's a scary one. Okay, so this is this is one I thought of that I was like, ooh, this is kind of hard. <laughs> okay, I says, would you rather know what happened in the elevator with Jay Z and Solange, or be a fly on the wall in the Bieber's house right now? Uh. And I, I just feel like think. I kind of know what's going on in the Bieber house. Yeah. I feel like it's. Haley being like, Justin. Yeah, I love you. Oh my God, I love you so much. Yeah. Um, like, don't even like listen. Like, it's just all noise and like crying yeah, to get totally. Justin's attention. Yeah. And then Justin's probably like, I'm going to go to the studio. Yeah. He's you know, a new song. like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's really what's going on. Yeah, that's I don't true. feel like there's much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to to see what happened in the elevator. Yeah, because we, like, we what don't the have any idea. I, I need to know. I just know, we just know she beat his ass. Yeah. And that's it. I need to know, I need to see the video and I need to know why. One day Beyonce might do a tell-all. I, listen, I'm issue. waiting. No, I'm I'm like, please, like, give it to, like, pre-tape it or something. And then, like, I mean, don't think the queen will ever pass away. But if that day happens, then, like, just have it, like, ready to go. So then, like, you don't have to deal with it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I, I really want her to do that. Yeah. We deserve it. We we deserve it. And I think she should do a YouTube channel, like, in the future. And, like, even small things, like, cook cookies with blue. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just something where we can, like, get to know her. Yeah. I talked about this in, like, Beyonce episode. But, like... <laughs> Just the whole Beyonce episode. Yeah, no, just, I know. It's crazy. Just psycho. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was our game of Would You Rather. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Ah! Did good. Well, okay, what is, what is just to leave the people off of something, what can they look forward to you in the future? Where are they gonna see you? What's what's up? What's up? 
Um, just follow me on my Instagram and, and find out and find out. Period. Yeah, that's it. And that's go it. watch Creed three. Um, this episode drops on Friday, so it's yeah, out today. It's technically, out. go watch Creed three. It's so so good. We went to the screening because yeah. those girls, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a great movie. Um, Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut, and uh, oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah, super excited for him. Um, and yeah, I don't. We'll see my face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys so much for watching the podcast and listening. Thank you so much, Andrea, for coming. Yeah. And coming to the studio. It was so much fun. Yay. Stop, 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 stop. It was so much fun. And we'll have to have you back when you're back in LA. Because she's, no, she's on the complete other side of the country right now. <laughs> and I don't think she's really like loving it like that. Like she, <laughs> she's tired. She's like New York all day, baby. Yeah. You sound yeah. like Alex, but. But anyway, thank you so much for coming in. I will see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah.